0: Here's a a question I didn't prepare you for. Are there any games that have... I don't know if I'm going to say this weird, so please excuse me if I say it weird. Are there games Mm -hmm. that have, like, black culture? So, like, Kwanzaa, or the Mm African-American experience is part of the narrative where people can learn about that experience by playing the game. Like, I know there have been games where you learn about cultures in other settings like even tell me why you learn about the indigenous culture in alaska by playing through and they had like elders in that community consulting with the game devs and the story creator people does that exist for like by pocket
1: america people i don't know i should it should, <laughs> it should. should but I so I did a talk a couple weeks ago. It was a Juneteenth talk. And I was with my friend Pizza Yeti and we were doing some research for it. And I just looked up, because it was more specifically about women and femmes in gaming, or black mm-hmm. women and femmes in gaming. And I looked up just black femmes in games. I just Googled black femmes in games. Yep. And what was terrible is a lot of them are voiced by white women. First of all. Yikes. I think even like just a few years ago, mostly voiced by white women, which I could get into why that is. I know exactly why it is, and it's just unfortunate. It's, to put it simply, it's more palpable. Yeah, but not really. We are seeing a lot more representation in games. There is like Hair nah, which is, I, th- I think it's web-based but it's basically a game where there is a black woman with like different hairstyles and she's slapping people away from touching her hair. (laughs) That is like the only thing I can think of. Created by a black woman and it's a hilarious and it's dry humored because Mm. oh yeah the experience all too well but it's also funny because you're doing exactly what you wish you could do in real life which is just smack people's hands away. But if you do that you're aggressive but that's the only one that i've played and can think of immediately unfortunately i don't think there are really games that go into the black experience there was a game and i don't know if anyone saw this that came out on steam and i didn't follow up and i don't know what happened to it but it was about it was a choices game and content warning for like police brutality and such can i proceed
0: yeah let's still take a deep breath
1: Yeah, just so Um, people
0: the lag people have a second to pause or whatever yeah
1: just to give y'all a second because it's a disturbing concept I'm not going to go into detail or anything but basically I don't remember what it's called but somebody released a game on Steam where you basically are a black father in a car and you get pulled over by police and then there's different choices you make you you heard about this?
0: I I remember seeing the ad and being like
1: yeah it wasn't created by anyone black fun fact
0: yeah it, okay, so we need BIPOC people to be making games about BIPOC people. We need trans people Please? to be making games about trans people. For serious. Please? And we need the voice Please actors to you. be those identities. Like the fact that August Black voiced the trans character and tell me why who's the main character, whose name I'm forgetting the second, is. You can s- tell. Listening, you can tell. You can hear the trans voice it's the first AAA studio that's made a game with a trans playable character and voiced by a trans person anyway
1: like the first it's yeah. 2020 yes <laughs> 2020 never ended seriously like
0: this. <laughs> it's, it's all running together now
1: <laughs> but it's incredible it's cool but there's also we keep mentioning a bittersweetness to it because it's so rare that it's emotional yeah. The response to it is very emotional because you're like, oh my gosh, I'm seeing myself in a game. I'm seeing my story told. It's nothing like it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> People are saying 2020 part two. The <laughs> sequels. <laughs> Please no more. <laughs> it's fine. The chat is turning up right now. I love you all so much.
1: I am now referring to this year as 2020 electric boogaloo. Any like formal... <laughs> like thing i ever write (laughs) where i have to put the year that is going there oh my gosh (laughs) in
0: this year of our not lord of our monarch 2020 electric vocalo (laughs) just laugh for a couple minutes it's so funny (laughs) i love that so much (laughs) it's gonna sound really weird on the podcast later because the the program's gonna cut out all the silences and it's just gonna be a clip together oh
1: yeah (laughs) oh no oh, well.
0: like what's going on weirdness no. you get there we make up for with oh my goodness all of all the speed all of the extra nonsense is cut out okay alright so question from the chat Hawkward asks have you ever played Detroit Become Human and as a BIPOC person how did you feel about the whole android slavery parallels in regards to it's obviously being racial inequality reference but never really acknowledged it?
1: I will say when it comes to a lot of more current games, uh, just as a disclaimer, because of time and money, I have not experienced a whole lot until like very recently. Detroit Becoming Human was on my list and I did hear a lot about the comparison to slavery. It's just interesting that, and this is from the standpoint of somebody who hasn't played it, I will say, but it's interesting that we're telling this story about something we know happened to a specific group of people, but to make you care about it, we're saying it's androids and they can look like anyone. You know what I mean? Does that make
0: sense? If anyone wants to buy Calamity Darling video games, there's your Ko-Fi and people can (laughs) throw you money. I do love video games. (laughs) You also have like cool other stuff on your Ko-Fi. Oh yeah. Don't you take like, you do consulting calls? Like, Mm -hmm. people want to consult with you on things, they can pay you a certified actual Black person to tell them about stuff?
1: Yes, yes. More specifically, recently, I've been doing a lot more of that for charity and, like, event planning. I've been doing consultations for those, and it's been honestly really cool to watch people go from, I have no idea what I'm doing, to doing these incredible events that are just so well thought out and personable and gain traction because people actually see the worth of why they're putting money into this charity anyway but i am trying to think of ways to expand it into more right now granted i am extremely busy but if you have a request i'd be open to hearing it and discussing that with you yeah but currently i've done more like charity and events planning with people
0: awesome i saw your ko-fi a while ago and i was like that's a brilliant idea and then that's what that's the thing that kicked my butt enough to get all my stuff on ko-fi
1: nice so now
0: I've got like my full list of bot commands how to set up closed captions and other information like my my full guides on moderator teams and Mm -hmm. setting up for tabletop stream production manual stuff just because like people kept asking me how do you do this how do you do this I wrote it all down I spent lots of hours on that if you want you can give me Mm -hmm. money for it
1: yeah you can either do your own research or give me the money to just read what I did yeah exactly either so, you're putting in your own hours you're paying me for mine that's right that's
0: exactly right it's great there it is
1: and that's fair think that's extremely fair
0: yeah and I, I had a whole thing with like how do i price this and i don't know and the stuff and the things
1: mm-hmm.
0: and i don't know but i just i think about how many hours i put into it and i'm just like yeah that's what that amount of research is worth i think yeah it was a, it was a lot it was a lot i've been doing this for a year it's taken a lot of time and energy And we got it. We got to have our side hustles. Multiple streams of income in this sort of business that we're in.
1: in. This economy, especially.
0: So speaking of jobs, how does one get into gaming as a game designer or game maker?
1: So when it comes to game making, I guess the first thing I'll say is no, it's not too late. I don't care who you are. No, it's not too late. I aging myself I just turned 30 and I am just now getting into games so it is not too late you can do it even if you are in a different career path and it's something you've always wanted to do you don't think you'll ever be able to get to it Especially if you are in marginalized uh, identity or of marginalized identities, there are resources out there. There's so many incredible resources out there. I know that they're not mainstream, but there are people out there doing the work to try to put more representation in gaming. I mentioned Code Coven, which is more specific for like game development. If you're looking into like esports and such, like there's queer women of esports, but they are for all uh, marginalized genders. There's just so many different resources out there. There's people who 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 want to help? Thousand Dreams Fund is another example of people who just want to help because they see the lack of representation in gaming and they see the horrible things that just sexism, transphobia, racism are doing in this industry and how prominent and okay they are because there's no consequences. So they are actively working to put people in. Do you do your research? look it up. If you are interested in getting into programming specifically and you've never learned, Code Academy is an amazing resource to learn programming. That's where I learned. And it's just a great launching point. I would encourage anyone to honestly get a very basic understanding in coding. Mm-hmm. Just... Very basic. You don't have to be some unity expert. Just get a very basic understanding. Unity, you can use for free to a certain point, but that if you make a certain amount of money, you don't have to pay for it. Um, That's another good resource. There's so many ways to look up stuff online. I know that time is a, a privilege. Not everyone has the time to put into doing this stuff, but preparation does meet opportunity. So whatever work you can do incrementally does matter so honestly just do it look into those resources look to the people trying to help if you can ask me i'll connect you to some resources and people like the ones i mentioned CoCoven, coven queer women in esports if you're looking more for like actual esports and casting and such but yeah it's it's hard unfortunately because it's all about who you so uh, we need more people in this industry who are putting in the good work and making sure that this industry represents its audience which is yeah. everyone.
0: <laughs> actually, I actually just went and sent a DM to my friend who's hoping to get more deeply into game design so that they Ooh. might swing by. I think they do not yes. use they, them pronouns, but I'm using that to be vague in case they don't want me to out them. So we have a a question from FadeRux. He uses he, them pronouns. Hey who posted in the discord AMA channel which is why it took me a minute to see it and the question is can you speak to the hypersexualization that seems to be the norm in gaming I feel a lot of tension trying to resolve enjoying a lot of titles while they lean so heavily on objectification of bodies I agree with that can you
1: post that question actually yes. let me just pull it up it's quick, in the it's in, just...
0: the it's in the google doc I'll put it here in the oh, push chat as well
1: I will say that it's unfortunate. And you have to understand, too, who a lot of games, especially... There is a shift, I think, in the 80s, late 80s, early 90s, where games were no longer catered towards families, but they were catered towards young boys and men. That shift has, unfortunately, caused this just boost of hypersexualization in games. If you look at like video game ads, I, I, I don't know if a lot of people remember this, but there is a ad for I think Nintendo where it's a boy and a girl at prom and she's like leaning on him like this and he has like his Game Boy behind her back. So like games are supposed to replace women, games are supposed to. So that is where unfortunately, this whole idea uh, comes from. So that's why it has become the norm in gaming because a lot of people now in the industry grew up with that mentality. that is what games are for. You know what I mean? Why would you care about being nice to women in real life, women and fems when you can treat a digital woman however you want, no con, you know what I mean? Like it just opens up so many horrible doors. I, Personally, I I feel your tension there. It's frustrating because you're just like, I just want to enjoy the game. I just want to enjoy the plot. But unfortunately, there are a lot of these plot points center around sexualization and especially because a lot of them are binary based, having power over women or saving the woman. It is the norm. It's unfortunate and that's why People with these different ideals need to get into the industry because the more of us there are, the louder our voices get. Even if you're not in the industry, support games that are like that. Like I mentioned, wholesome games showcase before. So many of there, there's so many different. There's no excuse. There's so many different types of games out there, and so many different things you can do with games without hypersexualizing things, without just making everything sexual like it i'm asexual but i'm also sex positive there's nothing wrong with it but the way that it's used in games is toxic yeah in many cases it's true yeah i forgot to mention that before gray ace awkward (laughs) i just realized
0: (laughs) yay i'll add it to the list of things in the notes so hawkward says in the uk recently i saw an ad about a disabled boy and a bipoc girl if i remember the details correctly who met in a game and then went on a date in real life so that was nice oh that's so cute oh totally cute
1: (laughs) games bring people together they really do i have made more friends through games than anything
0: yeah i love it i i feel like being on twitch and being able to network and make all these friends that i have has Mm -hmm. really helped me feel connected during this staying home situation we've been in for the last year and change like that's how i met you and you're so cool
1: yeah you know that's how honestly that's how i got started is because of the whole stay at home i lost my job and everything and then i was like i've always wanted to do this so let's let's try it out and here we are
0: i love it i love it so much so, on the topic of dating in games, there are two two queer dating sims. Yeah, they're, yeah, yep, two queer dating sims that are great. One is called Dream Daddy. And you can Dream actually, Daddy. in the character creation, you can be a cis or a trans man. It's actually no mm-hmm. choice. And there is one, to my knowledge, there's one trans man character you can date. So, I already told who yes. it was in the chat a little bit, but maybe oh, I'll, okay. I'll leave it as a mystery for those of you who are listening later mm-hmm. but there is at least one trans man character and it's a very brief mention it's like a mention about a binder or something but yeah. there's totally a trans men character okay so the other one i played on stream one time and i realized it's a little too r-rated for my community <laughs> Sometimes my kids will stop in the chat and hang out, and they're like 13 and 15. I try yeah. to keep it. I try to keep it PG 13 for the 13 year old. So I probably won't play it on stream again. It's called Monster Prom, and then there's a sequel. I think Monster <gasps> Camp. Yes, and Monster one Camp, of the yes. one of the characters you get to choose your pronouns for your characters. But one of the characters the mm-hmm. default pronouns is they them. So Oz, who's the yellow character, is they them pronouns, and you can choose different names. And I think you can also name them mustard or something. I don't know. But so those are. There's a couple of queer dating sims, which is fun because like, I never understood why people were into dating games. And then I was sorry, like,
1: oh, I... wait, now that they're gay, I like them. I was like, oh, this is interesting, actually. <laughs> fun fact. I just remembered another one. I'm so sorry. Later daters. Later daters. It's a dating sim where you get to play as a character in a retirement facility. It is one of the most beautiful, most hilarious, most heartbreaking and heartwarming games I've ever played. You get to choose your pronouns. You get to choose the gender or lack of of your partner, of your former partner. And you get to choose like the pronouns you choose do not affect the like visual representations of you you can choose if that makes Mm -hmm. sense Mm -hmm. like you can choose any avatar for any pronoun so you can do it it's that's
0: so awesome
1: it's it's so good and it's so funny it is raunchy i will say they do not hold back but it's super cute and just really fun
0: i'll add that raunchy (laughs)
1: raunchy (laughs) content warning (laughs) raunchy but in the most hilarious way and there is polyamory representation in it that's cool yeah yeah it's super cool
0: so cute so rad oh we got a pronoun checkpoint in the chat please everybody share your pronouns in the chat i cannot type my r's are on screen though okay let's see can you tell us a bit more about your stream team awesome warriors
1: yes it's a stream team I'm part of and helping out with so it's made by Desmas Vito who is sorry I want to look it up real quick I don't want to misidentify them so good oh my gosh I know they exist don't lie to me (laughs) Des doesn't actually exist oh Their pronouns aren't listed. Recently came out on Twitter as trans, but a big like World of Warcraft MMO player who is autistic and created Awesome Warriors, which is a group of autistic content creators who just come together and understand each other. It's a very new group um, in development currently, but just the amount of constant validation and understanding that comes from that group. And even to the point of Des will be like, hey, did not have the spoons to to do this week, did not have the spoons to do. <laughs> and we're like, yes, <laughs> we totally get it. And that there's nothing quite like that. So like I said, they're a budding group, but very interested in opportunities, in talks, in playing games with people. There might be something I'm working on this month that I can't quite talk about because I haven't ironed out the details, but it will be having a lot of conversations with autistic people. And I'm um, talking about games and stuff from their standpoint and making friends because that's hard. So they are A-U-S-O-M-E warriors, budding group of autistic streamers and content creators who just want to be included, (laughs) just want to be included and have more of an understanding out there so that we're not ostracized for our differences. We're not called weird and not included that people understand our neurodivergencies and we are allowed into these spaces anyway even if we aren't the most eloquent or perhaps some are nonverbal. like it's everyone just, we just need representation okay sorry I agree with you. got frustrated
0: <laughs> I agree with you wholeheartedly so something we talked about before stream went live is how i need coffee to make my brain go oh yes because adhd mm-hmm. and the slow and the brain and the i don't have meds yet because of the gatekeeping that we already talked about so mm-hmm. Yeah, I get it. I get the brain not doing the words.
1: The br- yeah, the brain yeah. don't words.
0: You know, sometimes, for me at least, when I'm around other autistic people, there's just a joy in just, like, being together. <laughs> like, we don't even have to say things.
1: It's, it's like just, you get it.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's just, like, I, just the grin and the face hurting. It just happens. <laughs> yeah.
1: It does. My cheeks definitely are hurting, but it's all good. It's, I'm happy about it's it. A,
0: it's a good hurt. It's a good hurt. Oh, I love it. Okay. Can you share a moment of gender euphoria with us?
1: So one of the things that, and I don't even know if this is technically gender euphoria, you have to understand, exploring my gender is very new to me, so forgive me, but... Recently in trying to explore my gender, I was really confused as I was like, okay, something its not binary. I can tell you that, but I don't know how to get it out and explain exactly how it is that I'm feeling or how I, as I started to explore my gender. And I was talking with one of my friends, one of my mods, actually, Rena, and I just had this moment of, oh, wait, I figured it out. <laughs> And I explained to her like, okay, so it's not so much that I am like female and that I'm becoming like it, it, I, it there was like a, this mental shift that happened. And when it happened, when I just realized that I have always been non-binary, just that just something in my upbringing and like how society raised me just went away and it made everything like so much clearer. I don't know if that makes sense, but I got so happy finally having the words to describe exactly how I was feeling. And then for her to go, yeah, makes sense. I was just like, okay, cool. So I don't feel any gender, but I like to present and be more feminine and it and i still am figuring it out but Mm -hmm. that is the one that i'm thinking is me i'm thinking Girl is probably the one i identify with the most so far
0: complete non-sequitur because adhd do we have the same headphones
1: we do i noticed that earlier (laughs) i did notice because you looked to the side and i was like (laughs) i know those
0: do you have a gay microphone too it's so nice it's so
1: nice i love that microphone so much i got a blue yeti before and i just can't justify getting the gay microphone purely to have
0: (laughs) i i gave my (laughs) other mic to my wife so i could get the gay one so if your partner needs a nice
1: microphone then they have been looking into podcasting i have to say hey you you want this microphone you can use it because I would love that microphone so much. Every time I see a picture of so it, nice. I'm just, so yeah. beautiful, so gay.
0: <laughs> yeah, I got just the red one. And then two months later, the gay one came out. I was like, no, I would have got the gay one if I knew it was an option. Anyway. Take it
1: back, please. Oh. Give me the gay one.
0: <laughs> I want the gay one. Oh, that's so awesome. Oh. So, my favorite sort of ongoing gender euphoria moment is every time I turn on Zoom, I forget that I have the beard filter turned on, and then I have a beard and I grin, and it makes me super happy. It's so good. Perhaps. Yeah, that, that it uh, it's like, that i not to be too loud, but oh my gosh, the thing.
1: Yeah, it's become my mask stem, <laughs> mm-hmm. if that makes sense.
0: Absolutely, that makes <laughs> sense. Be, yeah.
1: The more also, dramatic it gets, the closer to masking I go. <laughs>
0: I also notice we both do a lot of the little sway things. yes
1: the little That's sway so yeah i'll do this i, I hold on to my that. desk and rock but then it makes my camera nice. shake so i try yeah. not to do that
0: what <laughs> if you hold onto your chair and rocked it's not sturdy enough
1: it's there's nowhere to put my hands
0: oh, yeah, oh i can put
1: them like, down here like it has arms but they're like here so it doesn't
0: like if they're back like the arms, a little I'm more grabbing the bot- like the side of the arms it's like here
1: oh then it hits my desk anyway dang it Dang it, chair! You're not good for stimming. I need a new chair.
0: (laughs) Stimmy chairs.
1: Yeah, I usually play with my dice, honestly, if I feel like stimming. Okay,
0: let's talk about tabletop for a minute. Tabletop games are a great way to explore gender.
1: I, actually little calamity did not think she was gay at all <laughs> there was a non-binary character i made in a tabletop like demo that i did a few years ago and the way that i was so into this character and creating them was interesting it's interesting when you look back and see the little moments where like, you really thought you were straight that's cute
0: <laughs> so there's a post that was floating around in the gender and sexuality channel that was like me to my like queer friends i'm and this isn't me. This is the person. They're like, I'm transmasculine, non-binary, biromantic, gray, ace, blah, blah, more words go here, whatever. And then to this het people, I'm gay. Like, it's just like, <laughs> gay is the catch-all. Yes. <laughs> but really, it's it's all this expansive other over here stuff, but like, cis het t- folks are not ready for that it's too much information for their brains it's just
1: I'm gay it's a lot of information watching my cishet partner digest everything as I discover myself honestly I will say has been wonderful and everything but not being part of the community and hearing everything kind of secondhand from me Mm -hmm. and have to go wait wait explain this again Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's very interesting but I'm happy that he does want to learn and no that makes me
0: awkward made a pun Is it a lot of information or is it a lot of transformation to which you get the puns command? Good job.
1: Yes. I heard you had a puns command and I was like, I need to make good puns, but I can't on the spot. It's It's okay.
0: No pressure. (laughs) Part of my channel trailer, I talk about how in tabletop games, I tend to be more interested in puns instead of the plot. And maybe it's just because ADHD and I can't focus on the whole story. I I just can't hold the whole thing in my head. And so I I just look for those little moments to just, I'm going to do a funny. Because that's all I have the bandwidth for today. Maybe that'll change one day. But today that's how my thing works.
1: Yeah, that's a fair, that, yeah. Now that you mention it, because I'm pretty new to tabletop. It's something that I'm just now getting into more actively. Time permitting. I just want to play tabletop all the time, dang it. But... I, I, as somebody who is ADD and the DM will be talking about something and then I'll think about something else and be like, crap, I just missed everything the DM said. So I will insert character quirk here. I promise I it's was like paying a, attention. It's like a
0: stalling technique.
1: Like, yes. I'm going to do
0: the character bit while I replay all the things you just said in my head to see if I can yes. put it together and figure it out. I can't tell you how many times I've done that. You know, part of, part of the reason I've stopped... Simultaneously <laughs> GMing and producing all of the mm. same stream is because it was too much for my brain. It was too, I was so I tired imagine. all the time trying to do that. It's like burning the candle at both ends and in the middle all at once. It was too many spoons.
1: <laughs> just break the candle in half. Help. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. Too exactly. many spoons. Yes.
0: Yeah. So we've actually moved, from for my stuff, we've actually moved all of our tabletop production stuff over to the Knights of the Bantam. So just put their info in the chat. There's so, the cool. the knights are part of how I met you actually I think yes
1: also I think Timbo. so yeah. it's probably also Timbo's mm-hmm. fault I'm pretty sure all oh, Timbo's fault
0: what a what dog a pal. you Timbo <laughs> what a pal um, Timbo's great I love it I love them Tim Timbo yes blame Timbo for everything to be honest it's Timbo's fault <laughs> <laughs> they just did a shout out for Timbo I mean <laughs> who is this person. <laughs> Timbo the Wizard has a Twitch channel. Recently, yeah. Timbo played Sunless Sea. Please check out Timbo. Mm-hmm. What a good bean. Oh, hey, we reminded you to message him. That's cool. So, Knights of the Bantam has a Minecraft server. Have you tried it? Have you ever Minecrafted?
1: I have played Minecraft. And to play with Knights of the Bantam is on my list. We're working that out, actually, of when I can jump yeah. in and learn some more Minecraft. Because I'm not very good at it.
0: I'm so bad at it I've played it two whole times and I die and lose everything and lose all my levels every time
1: every time oh yeah I just
0: I just want to collect cats that's my new plan I'm not going to learn the game I'm not going to learn the crafting I'm not going to learn the fighting I'm just going to collect all the animals and build a zoo
1: honestly I'm here for that (laughs) I'm so here for that because (laughs) every time I get into it I'm like there's too much to do I need to focus on one thing and that thing is get all the animals to love me
0: Mm mm-hmm yeah.
1: That's it.
0: We, well, the first cat I got, we followed to Helen back. There's a video of it. It was intense.
1: Oh,
0: damn. At one point, someone on the server found a calico and DM'd me on Discord. As, I found you a cat. I have it on a leash. Come get it. I was like, okay, I'm going to oh stop whatever gosh. I'm doing. There's a whole other thing over here. And come get this this calico cat, repo cat. Did you hear that? Yeah.
1: Hold on, Enderman. I have to go get my cat. <laughs> I have to go
0: oh and they keep posting pictures of it in the arcade corner and i'm like like they made some sort of aquarium thing where they like found an underwater monument and did some whole thing and now there's a massive temple in the middle of the ocean where they built enough stuff that there's just like a hole in the water where the thing is underground i don't know it's wow magic and witchcraft to me i don't understand but it's very cool there's some like snazzy smart people anyways if y'all want to play on this minecraft thing join the knights of the bantam discord server and tell mm-hmm. them you're there for the minecraft and someone will add you eventually the time zone is two hours ahead of mine so they might mm-hmm. be asleep depending on when you joined. but it's it's good there you go a very good time
1: <laughs> good people
0: they're so good they have one of those things axolotls now it's like the newest update introduced like little oh axolotl my dudes
1: gosh i love axolotls they're so fucking cute and creepy they're looking so i love them
0: creepy it's true it's I love true them.
1: they're wide okay. faces
0: oh my cat just woke up from her nap oh okay this is so fun also i feel like, i don't know we should focus or something i don't know Here. what is focus
1: i don't understand
0: oh nice can confirm that they look adorable in-game and you have four Mm -hmm. in an aquarium in-game. Nice. Oh! Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I should probably just play creative so I can learn the game that way and not have the fighting. But Mm. Yeah. I just haven't gotten there. It's okay. What would you like to make sure folks know about your perspective, Calamity Darling, on gender and non-binary or trans issues? And I will add like BIPOC issues or autistic issues or whatever else a spec issues great
1: mm.
0: old things we miss it more
1: representation all across the board i will also say that on, look at the question again i'll highlight it for you one thing that i have learned when it comes to talking to a lot of people in games and who play games is some people say there needs to be more like Queer joy, black joy, joy in that sense where the whole story does not revolve around that. And some people say that these stories need to be told. We need to have these conversations. People need to be able to play them to immerse themselves. I don't, I think both opinions are correct. I think there needs to be a balance. So that is one thing that I will say that I have thought about a lot. And I think that you can have a niche in that too, whether in what you play or what you experience, because I only have so many spoons to deal with more emotional things. There's a reason I haven't played Tell Me Why yet, and it's because I, I don't think I have the space
0: <laughs> to yeah, play it right now. I played it once, and one time was enough for me, even though I didn't 100% yeah. it, and I'm like, I miss something, but it's intense. Like, it's well done, but it's also very intense, for sure.
1: Yeah, I personally, I think both are important when it comes to me and what I want to do. I want to create more games that these issues are not ignored but they're not the only part of our story Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like sure i'm black sure that's going to change how i'm perceived in the world and how people treat me depending on their different biases and such but that's not my whole story sure a character is trans but that is a fact it's not their entire story it's an important part of their story but it's not the only thing that defines them
0: yeah
1: And uh, I guess when it comes to my perspective on gender and then race in games and stuff is just more diversity in the stories being told about us across the board because all of it's important.
0: It is. It totally is. I... Oh, it just dropped right out of my head. My goodness.
1: No, I'm sorry. It's okay. It's
0: okay. Okay, yeah, I remembered. Okay, so I was thinking about how... There's games where like character creation you c- is to just choose anything, but then the gameplay is all the exact same, and then mm-hmm. there's games that are like super hyper focused on mm. the trauma, and I wonder if there's an in between where it's like when you choose a trans character, like something about that comes up, but it's not the point of the whole story, like mm-hmm. maybe you get like the buy a binder side quest, or something, or you get the mm-hmm. get on HRT side quest. And if you're playing a cis head character, you don't get that side quest. Yeah. And maybe there's the, if you get, like, gay married, there's the adoption side quest instead of the have a baby with your body's side quest or whatever. You should have adoption even for cis people in sim games, but that's a whole other thing. So, yeah, I wonder about, like, where choosing queer characters and BIPOC characters and other forms of diverse characters having pieces of story that are specifically relevant to that or those identities but again it's not the whole thing is about I think that I
1: I that's the balance that I would love to find because I would love to make this epic fantasy game that is Inclusive and your identity does define the things you experience in the world, but it doesn't take away from the fact that you're this awesome character who can do cool things. You know what I mean? It's only part of your story. And sure, it unlocks different things and different interactions. It's like Dragon Age, how the race you choose unlocks different dialogue and such like that. But it, it's not the full story. Sure, it affects some things people say to you, the way people perceive you in some cases, but you're still on this amazing quest and I I would love to find that balance for the things that I create yeah
0: I have a friend who on the internet is known as that's Barnaby who is a black non-binary content creator artist does great like drawing illustration I don't know the right words I'm I'm not deep enough into that realm to know the right words but but also GM's tabletop games and Mm. yeah GM extraordinaire totally near me And there was a home game that we played once with some friends and the NPCs, it was never stated like this person is black, but the Mm. way that they talked and the way that they had culture and family and relationship very much felt like it was like a colony of black folks in the desert doing a thing. And I loved having like NPCs who were just that, that were just that Mm -hmm. sort of culture and flavor and just very different from when a white GM runs a game. And you, all the NPCs are named Fred or George or whatever, like white people names. I don't know. It was just, it's cool. It was cool. Yeah, like, no, I definitely. Know, like it. I love when I don't know. I love when people of color, when trans people, etc., get put in charge of writing the stories and saying mm-hmm. this is what we're doing. It needs to happen more often.
1: For sure. For sure. That's why my end goal is creative director, because I want to create those teams. I want the people creating these games to have different backgrounds and perspectives that cishet white people won't. That's like an end goal thing. That's one day. But that is why I would love to eventually be in a role where I get to choose the teams and seek out the people who are going to be working on these diverse games. Because it's not going to be like, okay, cool. I'm in this position. Let me just hire a bunch of white cis people and tell them to make a diverse game. These people need to be in the industry too. So.
0: Yes. Yep. Alright, so, all of that said, can you share with us any resources you would recommend for non-binary and trans individuals or allies and allies of other diverse identities as well? I'm going to copy-paste the things you wrote in our awesome document into the chat here for
1: folks. Oh, gosh. I forgot about, like, one of the most important ones. I'm a horrible person.
0: You're not horrible. You've just been working on the list for a while.
1: Yeah. You know. No, of course I'm thinking of everything. So, definitely look into a Queer Woman of Esports if you are more interested in like being a player and like casting and such and being in the industry more in that sense, not so much game making. They have a bunch of incredible things that they are trying to do. They recently started a mentorship program that I'm a part of actually where they will find you like queer and diverse people in the industry to connect with, to talk to, to help you find your path and such. So that is one thing that they do have. Plus they have a Twitch, and, but you can go to their Twitter and just find all of their information there. It links back to everything. Code Coven, which I've mentioned multiple times. I absolutely love them. I am so honored to be able to participate in the summer program. I'm so honored to have been given a seat in their spring program. The fact that they look at me and believe in the things that me as like a queer black woman-ish. I'm figuring that out. These terms are so weird to say now. Queer Person. black femme.
0: Fem. that's great.
1: Queer black femme, I'll say that in this space. And when you look at the industry from a general perspective, you don't see yourself represented. So you think it's impossible for you to get in. So for them to look at you and say, we're going to help you get there is beautiful. Check out Code Coven. They do all sorts of incredible things. They are growing, like they're already doing so many amazing things. And the fact that they are fairly new-ish, just I'm so excited to see what they continue to do in the programs they develop in the future for people. There's also GamerX, which is for marginalized identities in gaming, more from like the gamer standpoint. A uh, Thousand Dreams Fund is for women, femmes, and non-binary people in esports gaming broadcasting. You've probably heard of them doing fundraisers, they're doing one right now actually, but they give scholarships to people in content creation, broadcasting, esports, gaming, to these marginalized genders to help them grow because they do see a deficit in the representation and they want to help fix that. So follow them, raise, help them spread the word about what they do. They have so many different programs. They have so many different programs. So there's probably something out there that fits a lot of you. Just saying, just saying. Then the... If you wanna learn more about coding, Codecademy is a good place to start. They actually came out during Pride Month with a course on LGBT representation in tech. I think it's still up, I haven't checked. I, I hope they keep it up. That would be really just annoying if they took it down after Pride. So I think they kept it up. Brown Girl Gamer Code is another organization I'm part of. I'm actually, their fundraising and charity lead, but they are a group of black and brown femmes who advocate for equity in the gaming and tech spaces. They are absolutely wonderful. I do not know how I would have gotten through the last year without that group. I have made so many friends who are closer to me than people I've known for years in that group. Definitely follow them if you are interested in joining. Make sure you follow them when applications come out because they do come out periodically and they're really intent about vetting people and making sure that there's good representation in the group. The team is full of black women but they do not only accept black women and they want to make that very clear. They are trying to get that message out because I think a lot of people like see the black women in those positions and they might think, oh, like I'm not welcome. It's for brown and black non-men. So you are more than welcome to join that. Awesome Warriors is for autistic content creators.
0: What about trans men? Sorry,
1: I don't know, but you do have to be black or brown.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm definitely not, but I was-
1: I don't know. I don't know. But that is a question I'm sure you can reach out and ask them for sure. They're very responsive and honestly just such an incredible group of people. Awesome. Where, as I mentioned earlier, an autistic group of content creators, broadcast. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Those are resources. And mundane magic.
1: Oh, right. That's my team for Code Coven. If you want to follow us and the progress that we're making on the game we're developing, it is a queer, queer eerie narrative game not creepy not gory nothing like that so it's just it's just kind of something feels off about the game but it's also very cute too so that is something we're working on if you'd like to follow their progress um we actually released a poll today to help see opinions on different art styles that we're looking into so if you want to check that out vote on that poll it's open for a few hours but yeah yeah i think that's all the stuff i gotta plug i yeah (laughs) it's a lot
0: That's awesome. And I've done my best to take excellent notes.
1: Amazing. Thank you. (laughs) With this galaxy brain, I appreciate you.
0: As a final reminder to our friends, you can support Clamity Darling on Ko-Fi, on Twitch, and on Twitter. And I've just plunked those links in the chat and they'll be in the show notes. You are so awesome and worth supporting. And thank you so much for being on the show today.
1: Yes. Thank you so much for having me. This was awesome. Thank you so much.
0: Welcome to Gender Measter Podcast Network. Genderful is a talk show featuring non-binary and trans folks discussing various topics and special interests. We kindly remind our listeners that no person is a monolith of identities. All opinions are the speaker's own. This show airs live on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash gender And VODs with show notes can also be found on YouTube. So everyone, my name is Meowster. I use they, them pronouns, and I have a wonderful guest here today. Hello. 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 Would you like to introduce yourself with name and pronouns and like your Twitch handle or whatever else you'd like to share in an intro?
1: Yeah. So I'm Calamity. You can call me Cal. Cala CD, because my full name's Calamity Darling. I guess I should have said that. I'm Calamity Darling on all the things. My pronouns are she, they. I already forgot what else I was supposed to say. <laughs>
0: That's okay. That's totally okay. So you're a Twitch streamer, just like yes. me. Yes. <laughs> and you're awesome. So for those listening to the podcast later who can't see us, could you expound upon various identities? So for me, if I'm sharing a little bit about my diverse identities, I am autistic, I have ADHD. I am a non-binary, trans person, I have an invisible disability in the form of chronic pain, and I am a white person with a fabulous Zoom beard filter on my face right now.
1: It's very <laughs> fabulous. I love it.
0: <laughs> I love it so much
1: so good then yes i am a black autistic adhd genderqueer because i am just now exploring my gender identity so right now i'm saying i'm genderqueer but i think i am starting to lean more towards non-binary or demigirl so that is where we are now but that is something that i am still exploring so that is me oh and i also forgot to mention i'm also a early career game developer i forgot to mention that
0: before yeah you're so cool (laughs) stop (laughs) it's so cool I love it so much so good okay so I'm gonna do a shout out for you right now even though there's a million shout outs happening in the chat probably oh my gosh spelling spelling so what do you like to stream what are some games that you like to stream
1: at least lately it's definitely been I've been leaning more towards RPGs MMOs and narrative indies I love a good indie game but I also love those like High res, action packed, high fantasy games. I am playing through Mass Effect right now. That's been really cool. As a longtime fan of Dragon Age, that has been really cool to play for the first time. So, yeah, anything that tells a good story, I'm into, whether it's AAA or indie. I love a good story.
0: So, we say AAA, but is there like a double A or a single A? Or is it just only AAA and in indie?
1: kind of because the lines are getting really blurred nowadays because there's some indie games that are making ridiculous amounts of money so then it's like where do you really draw the line of indie so there's all these kind of like subterms now and i don't even know all of them when it comes to it so usually when you think triple a it's like yay and square enix and stuff and then more indie stuff like maybe concerned ape who made stardew valley and soft not Week who made spirit swap or is making spirit swap yeah
0: nice Oh my gosh. I'm so excited for all the things we're about to talk about. So in your little intro, you alluded that your gender might be blossoming or hatching or something. Congratulations. Yes. <laughs> Thank, I'm you. So excited Thank for you. you. Is there anything about that in particular that you would like to share with us? I know that a lot of my audience tends to be trans non-binary or wanting to learn more about gender. So that's usually a place that I like to start. I also know it's tender new thing for you. So if it's like, you don't want to talk about it too much, that's also okay.
1: Yeah, no. Yeah, that's totally fine. I haven't made like some big coming out announcement because and I honestly don't know if I ever will. It is something that I am exploring. Actually, I was in a room with Bobo Chat, who is a fantastic TTRPG player and streamer. And we were just kind of like talking about gender in general. And they mentioned something about they'd never considered it before. And that's what made them start thinking about it. So I was like, Oh, interesting. So I kind of started thinking it from there. And I think where I am, if I had to give a general consensus of like where I feel like I am, it's that um was born female, raised female. Do I feel female? I don't really feel gender. <laughs> Does that make sense? Does that words? Yeah. <laughs> I do not feel really uh, gender, but I guess I enjoy presenting feminine. Yeah. That's where I am. So Yeah. Yeah, that's where I am now.
0: There's, there's a fair number of people who are autistic and think gender is just silly. Yeah. I, <laughs> so the fact like, that you're I, autistic and starting to I, question gender things, it's like, of course you are. Like, that's, I don't know. I see it a lot. I see it a lot. There's a lot of people in my community who are both neurodiverse in some way and some sort of gender something. Like, it's, mm-hmm. there's, a, there's, there's a high comorbidity, if you will.
1: There definitely is, which is fascinating because I am self-diagnosed with autism because unfortunately access to official diagnosis is not accessible to everyone.
0: Super expensive. S- if you're looking yeah. for, if you're looking for a job that will help people make buckets of money, it's doing those assessments. You have to do so much school to do it, but
1: mm-hmm. that's a whole
0: thing. Yeah.
1: It's a whole thing, but it's funny because every time I doubt myself, I check something else off the box and I'm like, oh, dang it. Oh dang it. I have that too. So it's been an adventure, but it's been cool.
0: Yeah. We like to joke in my community that we're all about hatching eggs. Like we've joked about renaming it to like Meowster's Hatchery instead of Meowster's Clowder.
1: Oh, wait, I, and, like, I love that too.
0: <laughs> it's so great. So Clowder is a gathering of cats. We actually have a command for it, I think. Because people are like, What the heck is a clowder? It's it's a group of cats because we're big nerds.
1: <laughs> I love that. I love it so much. It's going to be googling Clowder for the rest of the day. Don't mind me. <laughs> Just going to be looking at groups of cats.
0: <laughs> oh, I love it so much. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. So yeah, even last night, my my friend, one of my friends, was their little autistic egg was hatching. Like they were oh. they were like hanging out and reading all these things and telling me all about it. Oh, like this, I'm everything on this list because they were looking at like the more traditional, whatever that means, the like male autism stuff. They're like, I don't have any of that. And I was like, Have you googled female autism? Because those are two very separate sets of things because when you're socialized female there's a ton of masking you pile on top of autistic stuff and so when my friend was looking through the female autism stuff she was like every single one of these is me and I was like yeah this is why it's hard to make friends with neurotypicals because you're not neurotypical
1: (laughs) you're just not it's like relieving and also like heartbreaking all at once to have that realization it's very I don't know the feelings are very well, divert? I don't know, I'm taking off a word opposite because I yeah. can't your word for opposite. <laughs> Bittersweet.
0: Many yes, things. definitely. Yes, that is why it's hard to make friends. My friend in the chat who's asking that question. Yes, it's, oh you know, God. the other thing is though, like autistic people tend to get along with each other, which is why having that like diversity and having communities that are explicitly for diverse identities is so important because we get along and we get each other in a way that like you just wouldn't otherwise. Oh my gosh. Yes,
1: I actually have a friend who I recently told I was autistic, and we were talking later that night. She got like really emotional. She's I've been like looking at the stuff you've been posting, and I'm starting to see myself, and it's been amazing. And I'm like, that's why we've been friends for oh my gosh, 15 years. Oh, I love. That <laughs> She's one so of my best much. friends. Yeah.
0: Yeah, totally. Oh, I love it so much. That's why I started the like solidarity resources channel because we have mm-hmm. all the insiders we have all the autistic people talking to the autistic people but then the general chat can't see that but there's actually a bunch of eggs in general chat who just don't realize what they are yet and so then we just we'll just pitch like the, the greatest hits to the, the solidarity resources in <laughs> discord so everyone can see just here's the best piece of information instead of all the other BS whatever chatter we've got yes. going on too which is fun it's fun to have the other chatter too when you're a bib egg you don't want too much information and your brain gets overwhelmed especially if you have processing stuff
1: Mm-hmm, for sure.
0: Anyways, oh, it's so good. Oh my gosh, I'm grinning so hard. My ch- my cheeks are starting. Yeah, under. I know. This is so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having so much fun talking to you. So we talked about gender. Let's do a fluffy question. Do you yes, speak please. programming languages, um, game stuff? What does tell me more? What is that about? Yeah.
1: So I actually started off before I got into games. I was actually earning a degree in computer programming and uh, software development. And I then see. I was like, this is fine. But then I realized software development, wait, can't that be games or software? And then it just diverted into that. So I know a little bit of like web coding, cause that's what I did first, PHP, HTML, some JavaScript, CSS. And now I'm more into like C sharp though. I haven't been practicing it as much. Currently I'm working more as a narrative designer and a producer. So I haven't been into the code as much, yeah. but C sharp is probably my strongest thing right now because that's what Unity uses. And I build. Most stuff in Unity.
0: Cool. So C Sharp is. So I'm not a software engineer at all, but my wife is, and so I hear her talk about it. Is C Sharp the Microsoft specific language, or is that C plus or some other has a C in it? Trying
1: to remember. I believe so. Okay. I think that's the one. I'm trying to like go back <laughs> to like my like dev history that we learned at the beginning of my program, but I think that is the one that's Microsoft. It basically took, I think, Java and was like, that's better for Microsoft. Yeah. I'm pretty
0: sure. So you're like in a programming thing, right? You're like in a program or something. Mm -hmm. What are you doing? What is that?
1: Yeah, so I was accepted into Code Coven Summer Program with Facebook Gaming, which has been very cool. Code Coven is an organization in the UK that is working really hard to bring marginalized genders and identities into the gaming space. So they are incredible and they have a summer program. They were working with Facebook Gaming who's honestly just been so awesome. (laughs) They've been so great at getting us resources and all this stuff, but yeah. So it's an 11 week course where we're paired off into teams And within those teams, we have to build a game in an 11-week course. We have certain deliverables and deadlines that we have to meet. We're expected to work 30 hours a week, so we are given support to work during that time, which is absolutely incredible. They want us to be able to dedicate that time to it. So that's, that's just one of the programs that they have. They have others, and they're starting to build more as they grow. But yeah, that's what I'm doing now. I'm a producer and developer for Team Mundane Magic, and it's been absolutely amazing my team is literally from all over the world like one's from Pakistan one's from Brazil I think the others in Europe like they're literally from all over the world and it's been wild and it's been lovely
0: that's so great I also love that you said wild right there which is an example of using language that isn't casually oppressive
1: yeah hey he once told me that it might be which I was like
0: oh that wild might be
1: (laughs) yeah but it was kind of like wishy-washy i don't know i don't know because that was my go-to so even when i said it just now i was like no <gasps> oh, crap
0: interesting i will have to look more into that mm-hmm. so i just um posted a thing in the chat about avoiding ableist language which i think mm-hmm. i like to expand that out from just ableist to casually oppressive because it turns out a lot of idioms are racist like a lot of idioms like a lot of them i basically just have tried to stop using idioms and just be direct with what i'm saying and yeah. not use like colloquial whatever the heck because it's ooh, yeah it's a whole time
1: it's not great it's just like how ingrained it is to the point where we don't even know the origins and then we learn they're horrible it's
0: but it's a great it's a great thing to to work on yeah and i feel you know what At least for me, I think I'm never gonna do it perfectly. But I really believe strongly in the phrase like progress not perfection, Mm -hmm. like making progress on something. And that for me, like I can get so perfectionist in my head and oh I gotta do perfect. I gotta be like perfectly decolonized and it's just that's not possible. (laughs) We gotta work on it. Working (laughs) on it is better than nothing.
1: Yes. Because there's yeah. too many people out there who are like, it's too hard, don't care, and move on being not so great. So
0: yeah,
1: I like that progress, not perfection. I'm okay. Right on a sticky
0: note. <laughs> Ooh, do it. That's yeah, a great, it's a great slogan. I love it so much. Okay, simple question that I feel like all of us could answer, but I'm going to ask it anyways. Why is diversity important?
1: Gosh, you say simple. <laughs> there's just so many answers. Diversity is important because... I guess w- to start i'll set an example of there's a game coming out by square enix called Forspoken. Mm-hmm. actually i'll give an even more recent example there's a game coming out i forget who by but it's called redfall and it's like a sci-fi fantasy action horror, like back for blood back for blood yeah and left for dead where you team up with people literally everyone in it is a person of color and when i tell you Like, and like the first person you saw was this like Black woman with just this curly giant Afro and the amount of joy that I got seeing that. And then to go on social media and see so many people on like Black Twitter and just like BIPOC Twitter in general, just being so excited. Diversity is so important because we not only want to see ourselves represented in them, it also helps us understand our own identities. It helps us feel validated in our identities. It helps us just realize that we can be so many things Nathan Drake gets to jump off of rocks and and into rivers and stuff it's so I guess that's why that's just one example of maybe why cis white men feel like they can do anything imagine that power for marginalized genders and communities imagine us being able to see ourselves in these incredible situations and believing in our own strength and power it's I I I ramble but it's important for so many different reasons
0: totally when i was playing through spirit fair i loved getting to be stella Mm. and jump all over the place like just the jumping and flying and the acrobaticness of it was like this is so fun being able-bodied yes (laughs) i just get to can you think of any video games with a non-binary main character like playable character is non-binary
1: i looked and let me just double check my list i don't think i found any that were playable no yes bloodhound from apex is confirmed to be non-binary the devs have even confirmed that but that's it
0: yeah there's not much and actually part of why i started this talk show is because i wanted more non-binary representation in the world and i wanted to talk Mm -hmm. to gender wonderful beings and actually when i scheduled you at the time you were using she her pronouns and i was like you're like one of the few people that I'm going to make an exception for, like gender wonderful somebody, because you're so cool and you have all these other diverse identities. And I was like, I want to talk to you about all this stuff. And then your egg hatched while I wasn't looking. <laughs> I love it so much. I think the only cis person that's been on the show is my mom, because we talked about what that's it was like exception. growing up with me. And I was still mm-hmm. on the show. We still had a genderful being. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Works out. It was so great. My mom is actually in the chat. Hi, mom. Oh, that's so good. Okay. So, yeah. So, let's see. Next question is expanding on some of the things you've already been sharing, which is, can you share some positive BIPOC, neurodivergent, disabled, and trans and non-binary representation in gaming? And if you wanted to go, like, one identity by one so that you don't get lost, that's totally fine. And I will try to take notes while you share
1: yeah, for sure. And I had to take my own notes just because, unfortunately, it's not, oh, name like white men in gaming and I can be like, oh, cool, like Nathan Drake, I can just go off about that. So unfortunately, I did have to do my research and be reminded of some things. But there, the representation isn't perfect and over time it has become better, but we're just now especially when it comes to BIPOC and Black, especially characters in games. We're just now starting to see cis. So seeing like non-binary trans, we're getting there. But one of my favorites of all time is Krem from Dragon Age Inquisition. Uh, Kremesius Aklas, who is a confirmed trans character and you get to speak to him about a story. He talks about using a binder. Like it's a beautiful thing. And he's part of this like ragtag group of characters uh, or mercenaries rather and they're just so accepting and just to see like this high and um the leader of it is like this like hyper masculine character so to see them just be so accepting. It's, it's just a beautiful thing. Like, it's hard to describe. But that's one of my personal favorites in a game that I have played, who is a confirmed trans character. I'm sure a lot about Celeste. Madeline is trans as well. A lot of people talk about Birdo, yes, is confirmed trans. How she was talked about when she was created was not great. But I've heard they're trying to change the language around that. So that's nice. And just that representation in general is really good. When it comes to... Trans, those are like the notes that I had. Non-binary, I talked about Bloodhound. Chaos from Hades is confirmed non-binary, as is uh, Vivek is intersex, actually. From Elder Scrolls Online, they're one of the first characters that you meet in one of the first missions that you do. They're confirmed intersex, which is super cool. And there's some games coming up. I don't know if we wanna talk about those now, but there's some games that are starting to come out or like some indie titles that do have some wonderful representation, but we can talk about that now or later or whatever. (laughs) If
0: you have the list handy and you just want to spit them out, I'm happy to type them in. Also, thanks for doing all this research for us. That's so cool.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I love... I love research. I love it so much. Uh, Yeah, because I know that was a question we were going to talk about later is like some queer games to look out for. One of the ones that I played most recently, there is a content warning for like horror and gore. There is like disturbing imagery, but it's Scarlet Hollow. You get to choose your pronouns, which is incredible. And there are also non-binary characters in the world that you get to interact with, which is absolutely amazing. And it is like a... Visual novel, mystery, horror situation. The second episode just got released last month, I believe. Love that game. Love that game so much. I even played it again for research in my own visual novel because the storytelling in it is just beautiful. And then paired with the beautiful music and artwork. It's so good. So definitely look for Scarlet Hollow if you're into that sort of thing. If you like something a little lighter, Shikri is how I think it's pronounced, but Shikri is non-binary. Their gender is never specified. And I think even the developers confirm them non-binary. Adorable game. It's a coloring book game that you wow. use to solve puzzles in it. It's so cute. You play as a non-binary dog with a paintbrush who just wants to be like an amazing magic painter when they grow up and it's the cutest heckin game i actually just played i actually played it a few months ago and i just released that playthrough so that is another one that i love spirit swap has non-binary trans and just queer in general representation that is like a sci-fi visual novel mystery where you get to play as two different characters and the characters you get to interact with are just a beautiful rainbow of identities and it's wonderful i am going off i am so sorry
0: (laughs) No, it's great. I love it. I am just this.
1: going on. That's Spirit so Swap is a match three game that I had an, uh, the pleasure of playing the demo of. I think the demo is still available, y'all. Spirit Swap is going to be so good. It's beautiful. Soft not weak games is creating it, and they crushed their Kickstarter. It's so much fun. It's so cute. All the characters are hot. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's it's just such a good so. I, I'm i really looking forward to Spirit Swap. Make sure you're following them, support them, because that's going to be just an incredible game. And I'm not even really into match threes, but I'm going to get good at them purely so I can play that game. And then we are OFK, which was actually talked about during Wholesome Game Showcase. During that is a... They have gender... Uh, queer gender representation in that game as well. There's not a whole lot out about it, but you did see some kind of previews of it in the trailer, which is very cool, so I'm going to pause talking for a second because i just went off i'm sorry
0: it's so good it's so good i love the info dump so hard also you just said the phrase wholesome direct showcase
1: and Yay! where
0: is the best place to watch that if we wanted to see more because wholesome comfy cozy games is like what we groove on in my community at least and so i love it. i always love seeing what's coming up soon
1: Yeah, definitely. So they have a YouTube channel and that's where they usually stream any kind of like directs or anything that they do. So that's, I think it's Wholesome Games is the name of the- Want to collaborate with these? Yes, Wholesome Games is the name of the YouTube channel, but they are always talking about some just wholesome, inclusive indie games that just the world needs to know about. Absolutely love them. Yeah, they're really awesome. Honestly, they were my favorite part of each absolutely like hands down my favorite part of E3 they had the most diversity the most it's just so good
0: everyone is like so excited about all the cool stuff you just told us about
1: Um, please check out these games please support indie developers they're out here unfortunately it's the indie developers that are out here doing the good work when it comes to diversity and the way that we can make diversity in games better is by having more diverse creators so if you have any interest in games talk to me
0: I want to help you. <laughs> How? What's the best way for us to talk to you about our interest in games? If we at you in the video games chat in my Discord, will you come chat with us?
1: Yes, I will. Hello. Yes, I would love that. You can also just DM me. My DMs are fairly open, but yeah, DM me on Twitter. I would love to talk to you about games and just... If you want, like, suggestions, ways to get into gaming, ways to get into coding, ways to find out what it is in games, there's so many different things in the gaming industry that you can do. And every single part of it needs that representation because unfortunately, especially when I grew up, a lot of games were catered towards cis white men and that's not the only people who play games at all.
0: It's true. There's a lot of us out here doing fun, cool stuff. Heck yeah. I love it. The, uh, yeah, the chat is being so nice right now. It's a nice. <laughs> Everyone's so excited. So I just uh, very quickly copy-pasted the two lists, the trans and non-binary representation in current games and what's coming up soon, and posted all of that along with the Wholesome Games YouTube channel into the video games general chat in the Discord server. It'll also be in the show notes. For the person who asked, can we get a list of all those games? I also just plunked walls of text so hopefully that's enough places to get that information i love it okay is there any other representation you want to talk about for bipoc neurodivergent or disabled people in games you maybe didn't have as much time to make those lists so it's raining it on you Um, yeah
1: that's totally fair when it comes to bipoc representation as i mentioned before it's getting better what you're seeing nowadays is a lot more games that have the choose your own character they have more diverse skin types and just like facial features which is really cool but something like Forspoken which I was going to mention before but that is a game that EA is coming out with and it's a black girl in a fantasy setting like I saw a black girl in sneakers and a dragon and I started weeping it was the most beautiful most cool thing ever but like that where you like are forced to play from the perspective of a character like that and then their identity is not like the whole point of the story it's just that they happen to be a black character amazing there's so many games coming out especially in the indie space but to see square enix coming out with something like that was very cool very yeah, cool
0: i remember how i felt when i saw Microsoft xbox studio people make a tell me why which has a trans mm, man as the main mm, character mm. with trans man voice acting and yes. it's, the thing is that particular games like story trajectory is very much focused on trauma <laughs> which is can we get away from queer trauma can we have queer joy I just want queer <laughs> joy can we just like <laughs> can trans people and people of color like have nice lives in games and it's not all trauma and oppression for for fuck's sake
1: <laughs> yeah yeah no, seriously. Can we, and that's one of my goals when it comes to game development. In recent, or back when I was doing the uh, spring program with Code Coven, my team and I created a, a visual novel where the characters were queer and BIPOC and that was nothing, like none of that was talked about. It was just about these two people going on a date and the main character trying not to turn into a, a pomeranian in front of them. Oh my God. <laughs> Yeah. It's called Pomsiety. If you ever want to check it out, it's on itch. I guess I can get you the- should I, should I get the link? Sure. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. Palms. It's not like a completed game. It was more of a demo that we created in two weeks, but if you just want to check it out, it's cute. It's a good time. Yeah. When it comes to neurodivergent and disabled accessibility, there's somebody that I'm thinking of recently that I saw in a game who was disabled and I'm trying to think of what character it was. But Symmetra from Overwatch is confirmed autistic. Somebody actually pointed it out in some of her backstory that she had certain comments that made the person go, wait a second, that seems like a lot of autistic traits and the developers did confirm that she is in fact autistic, which I love because I love playing her, even though I'm trash at the game. Uh, Tell
0: me the name of the game again. Overwatch. Oh okay. Overwatch. Yeah, that's a very popular one. What's
1: mm-hmm. the character
0: who's autistic? Symmetra. Symmetra. All right. I don't know if I spelled that. But I wrote it down.
1: Two M's, but yeah, yeah.
0: Sweet. There like we go.
1: Symmetry, symmetry. That makes
0: sense. Wow.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, and it's not like a giant plot point. It's all like, oh, her life is terrible. Like she's an awesome scientist and creates portals and it's just cool. It's just cool.
0: So this Palmsiety thing, you made the game?
1: Yeah, so a team and I worked on the narrative design. Yeah, I worked on the narrative design for it and the script. I will say it is not exactly neurodivergent friendly because there is time choices. That was, I. I lost that fight, but it's okay. <laughs> it's still really cute.
0: You know what game is actually really autism friendly Pokemon. Really? Yeah. Because there aren't time choices. When you're in your little Pokemon battles, you can take as long as you want to pick things. Aww. And I think maybe this is hearsay, but I think I heard that one of the devs or part of the reason they made the game or the games the way that they have is because they wanted to be accessible to autistic people and people who are, you know, slower with the controls. It's like mm-hmm. a great it's like a great way to learn how to use a Game Boy or a Nintendo Switch or whatever is because there's there's story and you go on adventure but you don't have to be fast there's no dexterity requirements to mm-hmm. play Pokemon and I think oh one way that we can make video games more accessible to neurodivergent people is having those features and yeah one of on the topic of neurodivergent and disabled things and I'm sure we'll continue to dig more into this is I've been I've I have loved playing games on like the easiest mode that is available Like I just, I got, I'm lucky to have a PlayStation 5, lucky me. And I've been playing Ratchet and Clank, the Rift Apart game (gasps) and like the triggers and all the stuff is super cool. And it's, I love it. I play it every Thursday. So if you're ever bored, you're so busy. I don't know how you could possibly be bored, but if you're ever bored and you want to swing by on a Thursday, we're playing Ratchet and Clank right now. But I love that there's like the super duper easy setting Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: it's set up so that you just, you don't die. Like you you can never run out of hit points. And so for me, it's I'm more interested in the story and exploring the map. And it still feels like a very, as Stephanie in our community, Stephanie 90 says, it's a very high octane experience still. It still Mm -hmm. feels very like fast paced and intense. But I don't yeah. feel like my lack of dexterity with the controls, especially as a variety streamer who plays so many different games a week, I forget the controls all the time. The first 30 minutes of any video game stream is me being, what are the buttons again? It's just, I can't. And it doesn't matter how much muscle memory I have in a game. I can be 600 hours into Breath of the Wild and I still, if I play something else for a month and then come back, I forget all the buttons for a while. And it's just, it's yep. how it is. So having those easy settings is so important for me. Is an accessibility feature.
1: So yes, uh. can I actually give two more? Oh yeah. Just recommendations because accessibility in games is something I care a lot about. So I always look in the first thing I do when I try out any like indie game, especially or just any game is I look into the settings and see if they have an accessibility menu or just accessibility Mm. options in general. Two that really surprised me and I was so happy about one of them is called Lacuna. There are content warnings because it is a murder mystery. So you are dealing with that, but it's a gorgeous pixel art game with one of the most beautiful soundtracks I've ever heard in my entire life. Like I had a STEM moment on, on, on. Uh, what's it called, on stream um, when I was playing it because the music swell that happened at one point was so overwhelming. I like stopped talking and I like like started like <laughs> moving. I don't even remember exactly what I did, but I had like a stem moment. Anyway, it's called Lacuna. It's beautiful, but they have timed options available but you can turn them off they also have an entire because it's you have to learn a bunch of information and it actually has a reference where you can go back and look at conversations you've had look at information that you've learned before so if you're not used to those types of games it's really accessible and if you aren't the most dexter dexterous dexter dextrous sure if you're not if your thumbs dexterous. aren't the most fast but yeah it, it's really accessible in that way and another one is going under which is cool because i find a lot of dungeon crawler games inaccessible that one is really cool because it's bright which you don't see in a lot of dungeon crawlers and it's all about an intern who is has to basically go to these failed corporations and fight her way through them that one also has some queer representation which is pretty cool the main character is not particularly straight and i love that but yeah that one's cool because it has accessibility options not only for like disabilities but also if you're not used to that type of game and want to learn which That's I cool. which i love it's not gatekeepy i love it so many yeah. dungeon crawlers are gatekeepy okay i'm done ranting i'm sorry i got i get excited about games
0: <laughs> you i literally <laughs> invited you on my show to talk about your special interests and we're both autistic nothing is happening oh- you're not doing anything True. wrong. You're doing everything right. I love it so much. Okay, cool. I'm just trying to take notes, and that's why there's lulls in the conversation. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. It's okay. It's so great. And yes, happy non-binary awareness week to everyone. Thank
1: yes. You for the, thank you
0: for the cheer, friend. Yay. Okay. Non-binary are there, awareness. Are there representation for neurodivergent and disabled folks that you would like to mention before we continue talking about accessibility features and things?
1: yeah unfortunately there's not a lot and it's not often called out even if it is there or it's represented incorrectly yeah so i just wanted to make sure i gave a lot of like more positive ones because totally Totally, totally. unfortunately marginalized genders and identities are othered and other tends to be the villain which yep is unfortunate yeah or a gag
0: so many conversations in queer tabletop about how like why are the queer characters always villains in all the media and Mm -hmm. get something else please
1: yeah please thank you so uh yeah that's really all i had from just my research i'm sure if you did a deep dive you could find even more but it's obviously not the norm it's not highlighted enough and there needs to be more there just needs to be more
0: so i'll add that have you ever heard of the game night in the woods Yes. Okay. So played, yes. at some point in the next couple week or two, I'm gonna be taking a whole week where that's all I play because it's my stream anniversary, or coming up on one year of me being a streamer and I don't exactly it might Not actually be like today or this week or yesterday or next week I don't know when there's like a lot of things and then my actual birthday is like the beginning of next month so there's a lot packed Ooh. into this like second half of July early August time but but yeah so my stream anniversary is coming up and I wanted to celebrate it by playing the first game I ever streamed all the way through which is Night in the Woods and so there's two sort of there's many tracks you can take but there's two sort of main narrative tracks you can befriend Greg who is a gay wolf who's like dating a bear and it's super cute and you get into shenaniganery and i actually brought back the follow as a follow emote because we we have access to the the beta follow emotes here the ruckus emote which we spam whenever i jump on the trash cans in the game because it's fun (laughs) it's fun to jump on trash cans (laughs) so it's one of our first emotes ever that sort of got retired when we got more other emotes later but I brought back Um. Ruckus for the stream race, so I'm preparing for it. And so the other sort of storyline, you befriend, I can't believe I'm forgetting her name. I can see her face in my head. She's this crocodile chick who smokes an e-cigarette and wears B. Yeah, B. And so the other character is B, and I've heard rumor that at some point in the B narrative, you meet like a trans character, like a trans woman character, and I I have no idea who it is. (sighs) I haven't gotten that far, so I'm like excited to do it again and go be with bees. So we've got the gay character over here, now there's a trans character somewhere over here. So I'm gonna go explore that one of these weeks as my like stream anniversary week thing that we're doing.
1: i've heard so many good things about that game i'm so excited for you to play it and me like too. all the way through
0: and i like the whole let's play of my first run is on youtube it's like one of the first playlists i ever made on my gender Master channel it's so fun oh. um, but i'm really yeah i'm really excited to return to it and i haven't asked my friend yet but my friend who read some of the character voices i wonder if my friend would be willing to hang out and voice chat and read with me again this time a year later oh, that'd be really yes. sweet and fun so it was one of the sweetest games I've ever played but i had almost no viewers because I was just starting mm-hmm. out. And so it's there's this great game that people haven't experienced with me. Maybe they've experienced it other places. So anyways, that was a lot of talking I just did. But that's okay. No, that's, fine. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> it's a talk
1: show.
0: Oh my gosh. Okay. So Trans Owl would like to know if you're familiar with Soul Calibur and Trans Owl. Yes. because I play Trans Colored Neco Cat.
1: Ooh. Wait, I haven't played a Soul Calibur since... Cube. I'm not familiar with that character. Can I Google? You can my Google. Character. Okay. Yeah.
0: So Trans Owl is a lovely being in our community. Person of color, neurodivergent, or neuro-wonderful, if you will. Gender wonderful of some flavor and variety on the more fluid spectrum. And had, in my opinion, some of the best looks at our pride party we had in the Discord server. My gosh. Was such a sweet bean. It tears it up in the selfie channels. If you're ever looking for cute selfies to enjoy, the selfie channel is full of wonderful things and you can enjoy all can the gender wonderful beans.
1: <laughs> Anyone who can take good selfies. I'm just jealous and I think that's lovely. I am not a I'm selfie so taker. I wish I was good at it. Oh my gosh.
0: Franz has been in the community for a long time too.
1: It's great. What's, what's the character's name?
0: Awesome Chips know. is offering to tell us, but I don't want to know because I don't want to spoil it. Oh, for the Soul Caliber. Yeah. know. Clarification: You can create your own characters in the game. It says Mirami. Which Soul Caliber? Soul Caliber. Let's day. see. It was Soul Caliber Four. It says Transel ah, in the chat. Yeah. Yeah. It's on my
1: already too long list. Awesome.
0: Okay. <sighs> so accessi- okay. accessibility features that are awesome. Mm-hmm. so we've got turning timed options on and off we've mm-hmm. got like notes that save information I love when games have reminders again even just as a variety streamer it's like if I haven't played this in a week or two I don't know what I'm doing mm-hmm. when the ADHD hyperfixation turns on sometimes I don't need that but in all other cases I totally do so <laughs> I love when that's the thing and I love that you brought up the brightness like I've been playing a little bit of Subnautica I'm really bad at it and also I'm scared of big things in the ocean so I'm really extra bad at it because of fear <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm, yes. But I had to turn the brightness on my thing up way a lot. And part of that is just because it's hard to see and differentiate what the shapes are. But also I have yeah. all these lights shining on my face all the time. Like I need oh. it to be brighter because I have my stream light set up.
1: Yeah. So, anyway. Oh gosh.
0: Yeah. Just the sheer volume of light pouring into my eyes is a lot. Whenever I quit streaming, I just turn all the lights off and I sit in the dark <laughs> and it's peaceful yes. and wonderful. <laughs>
1: yeah so i'll have like one light on downstairs it'll just sit next to my dog and just hold a cup of something and just be like (laughs) just just decompress
0: decompress from all the inputs all all the time
1: (laughs) just let it just
0: yeah my wife has gotten accustomed to me asking for almost all the lights being off in the house 90 percent of the time yeah it's just so nice i'm lucky though because she's also autistic so she gets it she gets the sensory input thing because she has the exact same thing and that gets back That's to perfect. the whole, it's important to be friends with like autistic people. It's also important to like date people whose brains are similar to yours. Cause then you just get each other and you don't have all that conflict. Ooh, Concept. <laughs> okay. Yeah, what My are... partner. Oh, sorry. No, you go ahead.
1: I was just going to say, actually, I learned about my autism because my partner who is cis white male was exploring his and I started looking more into his and then I started coming across how fems and like females presented. And then I was like, oh, and honestly that's how I, I learned about mine. So we we both unknowing, uh, both not knowing we were autistic, gravitated toward each other, got married, then figured out we're both autistic.
0: So, oh.
1: yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Hatchpat. He's working, he can't be here.
0: <laughs> it's okay, there'll be VODs later. I'm doing the cat love emote. This one is for your partner.
1: Oh, thank you, yes. Love.
0: It's a calico cat hugging a non-binary heart, which is basically my cat and every kitty hugging a non-binary heart. It's so cute. I
1: love that your cat is everywhere.
0: I would say cats are my special interest, but really it's this cat, specifically, Mm. is my special interest. I took her on a walk in the woods the other day, and there was a sign that said, No pets but I didn't know until after we got there and I was like, I'm not leaving this cat in the car. So I held her in my arms the whole time. So she couldn't murder anything, but there were like so many birds and like small rodents. I had no idea there were that many like animals in the woods. Anyway, she had a a great time and has wanted to go back outside ever since because she wants to go eat all the little things.
1: Oh yeah. (laughs) bless her.
0: At least she's napping right now. She's so cute calicos are so cool speaking of calicos there's a video game called calico yes and there's a non-binary character in it their name is ash when i found it the other day i was like this is great
1: oh my gosh because so, i played that a little bit
0: yeah maybe they updated it i don't know but like in character creation there's no gender there's like body shapes and colors and things so i'm like a purple curvy person but i think in one of their recent patches they added beards cuz it seems like everyone was afab assigned female at birth in the game it seems like a oh, afab gosh. person but now i also have beards so i'm like hey this person looks more f- similar to me even though they have purple skin cuz i think that's fun than like yes. any other character in any video game because whenever i play a dude character they're always like fit and don't have curves and whatever so it's oh i get to be like curvy bearded guy this is rad i love this oh my <laughs> love gosh. this for me love that it's so cute and fun. Oh
1: there's i've been seeing so many more creators that have beards and every option and it just
0: makes me so happy yeah yep it's so good yeah calico is super fun it's cute are there okay